Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Bear Necessities podcast. I am John Presnowski. This is the first episode recording August 14th, 2023. Welcome in. We're bringing you guys detailed analysis and engaging conversations every week revolving the Chicago Bears, as well as the world of the National Football League. I am so excited to bring you guys my thoughts, my perspective, as we get ready for another Bears football season and i think this one is going to be a great season i can't wait i know you guys can't um i'm so excited we have 25 straight weeks of football coverage whether you're an nfl fan or a college football fan 25 straight weeks let's take a deep breath deep breath out Football is back, ladies and gentlemen, and I am so, so excited. I need it for my soul. I'm a better John when football is back. So today, before we get too off topic, we're going to discuss a few things, uh, starting with the Bears' season opener, their preseason debut against the Tennessee Titans the other day, some takeaways from that game that are a necessity for us to talk about, some awesome, awesome things uh, to talk about, whether you're a fan of the offense or the defense, some great takeaways from that 23-17 opening win for the Bears. There's also some, some news that went under the radar last Thursday, if you're a Bears fan, regarding the logo. So what does that mean for this team moving forward? I wanted to give my thoughts on that. The Bears are also set to practice this upcoming week against the Indianapolis Colts starting on Wednesday. They're doing joint practices with the Colts, getting you guys ready for preseason game number two. And that is going to be this upcoming Saturday from Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. And then we're going to finish off the show with some other NFL news from around the league. A lot of rookie quarterbacks made their debut. So we're going to touch on that as the first week of preseason in the NFL is in the books. But let's go back to Saturday's preseason opener at Soldier Field against the Titans. Hello, offense. Hello, DJ Moore. Welcome to Chicago, my man. Did we envision this type of start? I mean, we've heard it all offseason, how great and elite uh, of an athlete he is, what he's going to bring to this Bears team. And listen, let's let, let's pump the brakes here for a second. I, I know it's just a preseason game, a meaningless exhibition game in August on the lakefront at Soldier Field, but the six-year wideout for Maryland, his first game ever as a Bear, his first catch ever. He caught what seemed like a routine wide receiver screen. The ball from Justin really wasn't that great. If you guys go back on the tape, Justin pretty much threw it behind him, almost hit the ground, but DJ Moore took the ball planted his foot and just ran upfield for 62 yards, scampered right into the end zone. He took it all the way. His first real play ever as a Chicago bear. And I don't get, I don't care if it's preseason. That was freaking impressive. And listen, as bears fans, we've been through it all guys. I mean, we've seen sloppy sluggish offenses, poor execution, lack of extended plays. I mean, hell the bears last season, guys, they didn't even, they didn't have, a play reached 60 yards throughout the whole year. They didn't have a play extending 60 yards all year. We had two, almost two of them in back-to-back possessions for your first team offense on Saturday. I mean, listen, don't let any Packer fans, don't let any, any non-Bears fans rain on your parade. As a Monday morning right now, following that first preseason game, it is okay to be excited about this offense and what we saw the other day. It is okay to feel happy and, and optimistic about this season because 
I don't know about you guys, and I'm excuse my French, but I am fucking excited for something different, for something new, and just just to have a competent offense again in the modern day NFL, where offense and passing the ball and rushing yards and just overall offense are king. I'm a big local radio guy. If you guys aren't familiar, Tom Waddle, he is the co-host of ESPN 1000 here in Chicago. And I, I really liked what he's been saying all offseason about DJ Moore. And, and I want to give a couple tidbits here on my thoughts on DJ Moore. And, and I wanted to share this with you guys. According to Tom Waddle, DJ Moore might potentially be the Bears' best wide receiver the organization's ever had. You have to go back to the 1950s, 1960s, guys like Harlan Hill. Fast forward to 1985, guys like Willie Galt, and then more modern present day, Marty Booker, uh, you know, Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey. I can I can keep going on, Allen Robinson. So the fact that Tom Otto, who's been around this game for a long, long time, is confident in saying DJ Moore is the best receiver the Bears have ever had, you got to be excited. If you're a fan of this team and the best, the best days are are yet to come. And I, I truly believe that Saturday was just the start. And one thing I feel like a lot of Bears fans and just football fans in general don't really understand about DJ Moore is when he receives the ball, he immediately goes into like running back mode. I mean, the guy has so many attributes and characteristics that so many great running backs in this league have his vision, his acceleration. He knows how to break tackles and hit the hole. I, I pulled some stats on DJ Moore and 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 Jim Miller, um, who was the play by not the play by play analyst, excuse me, the color commentator mm-hmm. the other day for the Bears preseason game. He pulled a stat that I just couldn't ignore, and it kind of went under the radar. DJ Moore, ladies and gentlemen, is one of eight players with over five thousand receiving yards before turning the age of twenty six. One of eight players with 5,000 career receiving yards before turning 26. You know who the the other guys are in that list that's included? Guys like Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Cooks, Odell Beckham Jr. That's a pretty extensive list. So this guy's a player, and we can see why exactly the Bears made sure to bring him back in that hall for that first overall pick back in early, early March, April, when the Bears traded uh, that first overall pick to Carolina. I mean, can you get off to a better start in your Chicago Bears debut? I mean, I was going nuts. I can't imagine being at a bar or a friend's house. I was just watching the game by myself. Uh, I texted everybody I knew. I sent the video as soon as it was posted on social media. I mean, everyone had to see this play. It blew up all over Twitter, all over social media. And how could it not? And the Bears weren't done. The next series, we get another amazing screenplay. But this time, to running back Khalil Herbert. He took it 56 yards to the house. He had lead blockers ahead of him, guys like Cody Whitehair and Jatir Carter. Uh, and, and listen, I, I, I'm not going to ignore it. We're going to get to it. Justin Fields went three for three, finished three for three, 129 passing yards, two touchdowns, and a a perfect quarterback rating of 158. That's right, a perfect quarterback rating. And like I mentioned before, don't let anyone rain down on our parade. I I know they were screenplays. I know they were all yards after the catch, but – um, we're not here to dissect Justin's play. We have all season, so many weeks ahead to dissect Justin's play. Yes, this was just a meaningless preseason game, but this was the kind of start the Bears offense 
desperately needed to get going uh, and, and, and to start the 2023 calendar year on such a high note. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's honestly remarkable. I, I, there is a buzz in this city. There hasn't been this type of a buzz for this offense since the first year that Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett, Matt Forte, Jay Cutler were all, and Greg Olson, excuse me, were all uh, one collective unit. That was over 10 years ago, guys. That was over 10 seasons ago. So there is so much to be excited about if you're a Bears fan, if you're a fan of offense, and I, I, I cannot wait for this upcoming season and I, I i think we're in for a really really special year guys i really do so some other takeaways from the game and let's flip sides let's flip flip sides of the ball um i want to talk about number 29 tyreek stevenson who really stood out to me all game the guy played almost all game he registered a team leading seven tackles one tackle for a loss a pass breakup and he damn almost near had an interception in the first half as well stevenson a six-foot cornerback from Miami, drafted 56 overall by the Bears in this year's draft. I mean, he's been one of the talks at training camp so far. I mean, he really put himself on display the other day, Saturday afternoon in the preseason opener. You know, can we see him take some pressure off the rest of the secondary? Guys like Kyler Gordon and Jalen Johnson. I'm really interested to see if Stevenson's going to play of a nickel role or more of a defensive back shutdown corner role opposite of Jalen Johnson and maybe put Kyler Gordon more in that nickel spot. So from what I saw from Stevenson, the guy's got great length. He's very physical and pressing wide receivers right off the ball. As soon as the ball started, I mean, he jams you right at the line. I was really, really impressed with his play. Guy's got great technique and he's going to be an instant contributor on this defense throughout the year. Great pick by the Bears. Great pick by Ryan Poles. And I, you, you're, you're starting to see why the Bears traded up a few spots to get him in that second round at 56 overall. And speaking of defense, the Bears defense on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, they had eight sacks in the game. The last time the Bears had eight sacks in a preseason game, go back to 2018 when they faced the Baltimore Ravens in the Hall of Fame game. And yeah, I know, it's another preseason game, Hall of Fame game at that. But just want to let you guys know, 2018, the Bears finished 12-4 and that year. Just thought that was interesting. Just thought that was an interesting tidbit. So uh, guys that really stood out to me, guys that had uh, a really solid game, uh, guys like rookie uh, defensive tackle Zach Pickens, Defensive end Travis Gibson and defensive end Terrell Lewis wearing number 52. I know a lot of people was like, that's not Khalil Mack. Terrell Lewis was signed off the Rams practice squad this past offseason. All guys had multiple quarterback pressures. All guys recorded at least one sack on the day. And the Bears defense as a total unit in general, Bears defense forced four turnovers, two interceptions and two forced fumbles on the day. Pretty impressive start, even if it's just preseason. And, you know, we want to talk about Matt Eberflus's hits principle, um, flying to the ball, flying to make that tackle, forcing turnovers, playing instinct, instinctive football on the defensive side. It was great to see. And what a way to start the Bears preseason. Good, good, good play from both sides of the ball. And honestly, I mean, I'm just going to come right out and say that was one of the more entertaining Bears preseason games I've watched in years. I mean, I was into it. That first half was competitive. And it's not like Tennessee came out flat. I mean, Tennessee pushed the ball. They moved the ball. And, you know, it's going to be a really interesting year if you're a Titans fan down in Nashville there with uh, newcomer Will Levis. you got second-year quarterback Malik Willis. 
And, you know, Ryan Tannehill is coming back from injury. That is a really interesting quarterback room for the Titans. Um, I, I'm very interested to see what happens down there in Nashville this upcoming season. But uh, before we go on, once again, guys, this is the Bear Necessities podcast. I am your host, John Presnowski. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have so much more content to give you guys throughout the year. This is just the start. Again, thank you so much for your support. As we move forward, there was some Bears news, however, last week that kind of flew under the radar. And I feel like not a lot of people are talking about it or have noticed. And what I'm referring to was the primary logo change. Last Thursday, the Bears announced that the primary logo change went from the iconic C that we see on the helmets to the to the Bear logo. This Bear logo that I'm wearing on my ball cap as we speak right now is now the new primary logo of your Chicago Bears. And, you know, first impressions to a lot of fans are, well, the uniforms aren't changing. Well, you know, I don't see any Bear logo on the sideline or at midfield or in the end zone. You know, we, we're not seeing any drastic changes of the logo quite yet. However, I do think we will see future changes as we move forward into hopefully a new era of Chicago Bears football. And I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, new Bears president, Kevin Warren, who took Ted Phillips' job back in April. Obviously, he's in charge of the stadium development in Arlington Park, which, by the way, I, I just passed Arlington Park the other day um, heading to a friend's house. They are making they are making really, really aggressive progress with that land development. Um, say what you will about rumors that the Bears are potentially looking at other sites for a new stadium, you know, sites like Naperville or staying in Chicago, per se. I don't believe that for one second. Uh, the park in Arlington is almost in shambles right now. They are moving forward on that deal. And I pray to God, I pray to the football gods above that within hopefully five, seven years, we have a new stadium in Arlington Heights uh, that is going to usher in that new era of Chicago Bears football. And with that new era of Chicago Bears football, we're talking about a new logo and potentially new jerseys. Now, as a diehard Chicago Bears fan, I bleed blue and orange. I've watched this team throughout so many years of my life. I don't think the C on the logo will ever change. I think the iconic C is here to stay on that on that helmet. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the Bears might not look to, you know, they might not look to not have new alternate jerseys for like a color rush Thursday night national game. I mean, we've seen the orange in past years. That doesn't necessarily mean that the Bears might not take a look at putting the Bear on a, a helmet on an alternate jersey, but I don't foresee the Bear logo being the primary logo on the helmets moving forward. And we're talking about a new era of Chicago Bears football, a new stadium, and I think it really starts with that logo. And this Bears logo, merchandise probably sells a lot more than the iconic C. Um, and, and just moving forward, I, I tell this to so many fans, and it's it's been really frustrating as a as a young Chicago Bears fan. I, I I turned 32 this year, ladies and gentlemen. I was born in 1991. We are so stuck as as a as a Bears culture and Bears just fan base worshiping the 1985 Super Bowl team, one of the greatest NFL teams of all time. And 
I I will I will never say that we need to forget about the history and where this team came from and what we take so much pride here in Chicago about. But guys, it, it it's time to rewrite new history in the city. It is time to usher in again a new era of Chicago Bears football. It's time to write new history in this town, in this city. And I think the logo change. And, and with new president, Kevin Warren, who's the former Big Ten commissioner who helped the the Vikings and, and their and their amazing stadium in downtown Minneapolis. I, I really think that this flew under the radar. And, and this this logo is is a sign of new things to come. And if you're a Bears fan, you should be excited because I know I am. I am pumped that potentially down the road might not be this season or next season, but there will be new jerseys and, 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 and new stadium and so many new, new things we can be excited and optimistic about as we head hopefully into a new era, a new future of Chicago bears football. And speaking of looking ahead, the Bears and the Colts will start practice joint practices this upcoming Wednesday down in Indianapolis, leading up to preseason game number two from Lucas Oil Stadium. This is the first time that Matt Eberflus gets to take a look and face his old team. This is the first time also that the Bears get to hit somebody other than their teammates in practice. I mean, will we see some fights break out? Will we see some scrimmages? You could be sure something's going to happen. Hopefully, you know, neither resolve and revolve around any injuries for either club. I'm also interested to see the Bears defensive line against Indy's offense. You still have some really quality, solid offensive linemen in Indianapolis. Guys like guard Quentin Nelson, their center Ryan Kelly. Can rookies, you know, like Jervon Dexter, Zach Pickens get good reps against those dudes? And also, you know, what about newcomer and new Chicago Bear Yannick Ngakwe, you know, who just played with Indianapolis last season, registering eight, nine sacks with Indy? I mean, can he share some former insight with his club, with his former club heading into this preseason matchup on Saturday. And I'm really curious to see how Eberflus approaches this game. I mean, the Bears obviously won't share any major schemes or schematics. This is just a preseason game. They're they're gonna, you know, put out a blank, a blank playbook pretty much, offense and defense wise. You're not gonna see anything major, but this preseason game has to mean something for your former squad, if you're Eberflus, right? I mean, you know, you know, the guy wants to win this one. And some, some, some interesting news, not news necessarily, but an interesting uh, tidbit that a lot of Bears fans might not know about. Um, Saturday, with, with Saturday's win against the Tennessee Titans, Matt Eberflus is a perfect 4-0 in preseason football as head coach of the Bears. Not that it matters, but I, I just found that interesting. And, when I attended training camp, I, I attended training camp on Thursday up at House Hall. Uh, I overheard from some fans that have been attending Bears camp and practice throughout the years just how much clean and organized and 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 what a what a much tight run ship that Matt Eberflus runs and compared to former coaches like Matt Nagy, like Matt Trustman. Um, like Mark Trestman, excuse me, and John Fox, you know, how guys are flying to the ball and hustling drill to drill. You know, Eberflus runs the practice. He interacts with both players from both sides of the ball, not just defense. You know, he comes from a defensive mind uh, and the defensive unit. And, you know, the guy gets after his guys and he expects and demands more from them. And that's what I want to see out of my head coach. That's what I want to see 
So got to be really, really excited. And I, I really trust Eberflus to lead this team. Uh, and, and, and expectations are so, so high. And to hear that and to hear that type of, of camaraderie and behavior out of camp, it's it just, it's a, it's a really great sign. And it, and it, it just, again, leads to so many optimistic thoughts if you're a Bears fan heading into the 2023 calendar year. So some other NFL takeaways from the first week of preseason. This isn't just a Bears show. I do enjoy watching other NFL action from around the league. Derek Carr's debut with the Saints went swimmingly, as one would refer. He completed six of eight passes for 70 yards in his only drive against Kansas City. The Las Vegas Raiders, they thumped their former Bay Area rival, the 49ers, 34-7 to the other night out in the desert. Trey Lance, he had some mixed reviews. He didn't look very, very sharp in the one half he played with San Francisco. Going to be very interesting to see their quarterback room as well, the 49ers with Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Sam Darnold. I mean, there's a lot of bodies in that room. Who's going to get the starting job in San Francisco and some other preseason news, Baltimore Ravens beat the Philadelphia Eagles 20-19 to this past Saturday. That moves John Harbaugh to one of the most successful preseason coaches in the history of the league. I don't know if a lot of people know this. The Ravens have won 24 straight preseason games. 24 straight preseason games. They haven't lost a preseason game since 2015. Harbaugh is 44-12. and in the preseason in his career that's a 782 winning percentage in preseason football that's unbelievable i don't i don't care if these games are exhibition or not you want to talk about a great organization and great coaching culture overall look no further than the baltimore ravens moving on we have first overall pick bryce young he got his first taste of NFL action against the New York Jets. He went four for six for 21 yards. He was over two with a sack on third downs as well. But the real story was Aaron Rodgers, who sat out a second consecutive week. He let Zach Wilson really do the thing for the Jets. Zach Wilson went 14 for 20, 123 yards, a lot of dinking and dunking, but Wilson did definitely look the part. Um, some amazing news out of Buffalo. DeMar Hamlin played in his first game since his collapse on the field in early January of this past season. Just amazing that he's still with us. He's able to play at a high level for the Buffalo Bills. Great, great to see him back out on the field. Be, uh, keep going with the rookies. Uh, Colts quarterback Andy Richardson made his debut, the fourth overall pick. Uh, debuted for the Colts. He started the game and finished 7 of 12 for 67 yards and an interception and let's go to the North and the talk about the green Bay Packers for a second, Jordan love and the Packers, they gave it to the Bengals 36 to 19. The other night love completed seven of 10 passes for 70 yards and a touchdown green Bay obviously is hoping that Jordan love uh, is going to keep them competitive this year. And I'm, I, I hate to admit this, but in my opinion, the Packers still have the strongest roster in the NFC North. The trash talk between Bears and Packer fans has already begun, and you can be sure and certain it's only going to get more interesting as the weeks continue getting ready for the NFL kickoff September 10th on the lakefront here. More rookie news, Kenny Pickett. Uh, excuse me, not a rookie, his second year, Kenny Pickett excelled in his short stint for the Steelers, going six for seven for 70 yards and a touchdown against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Atlanta Falcons rookie running back Rajon Robinson is expected to make his debut Friday against the Cincinnati Bengals. So uh, with that being said, guys, I am so excited 
for preseason to continue for us to give just more and more content as this Chicago Bears season uh, starts and the 2023 calendar year starts. We are less than a month away from week one NFL kickoff. I'm going to be bringing you guys my analysis, my coverage, and we're going to be talking about all necessary things, Chicago Bears football in the weeks to come. So again, this was the Bear Necessities podcast, episode one in the books. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'm going to see you guys next week. Bear down, baby.